and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, except this month it's Nick Cage movies I have never seen. This week is Season of the Witch from 2011. No, not Halloween 3, but a little lone sword and sorcery movie about two holy knights tasked with transporting a woman blamed for the Black Plague. Yes, it's not fucking bad. But is it fun? That's why I'm here to find out. One thing, why Season of the Witch? Every time I hear that, I think Silver Shamrock or Donovan. Also, this feels very Lord of the Rings meets the Witcher. This was a spec script that floated around Hollywood for years before being picked up, and that's never a good bloody well sign. So, let's just dive into this sucker then, shall we? With its $40 million budget, this thing pulled in $91 million, Starring Nick Cage, Ron Perlman, Claire Foy, Robert Sheehan and Stephen Graham. Written by Dominic Sienna. With reshoots by Brett Ratner. That's never a good sign to have bloody reshoots done for crying out loud. Especially by Brett Rat- Ratner for crazy. Anyway, the plot, two 14th century knights are tasked to transport a suspected witch to be tried by monks. She's accused of starting the Black Plague. Along the way, the knights have to deal with all sorts of supernatural beasts. Also, one of the knights thinks she's innocent. Well, they get to the monks. Is she indeed innocent? When will they discover it was rats all along? Find out a here. So, after many, many studio logos, only one of which I've heard of, the movie opens up on a monk translating a page of what looks a Bible into Latin from some unknown language. Then a woman in chains is being dragged to the noose by two knights to be hung as a witch over a bridge. What's their crime? Why being a midwife? Welcome to 1300 AD. Two of the three women confess of being a witch in a hope of being let go and, and need to be put back into society. Whereas the third witch with black demonic eyes curses the priest to die in hellfire. All three of her are thrown off the bridge and indeed hung. With that, the knights leave after dunking them into the river to drown. Later that night, the priest returns alone to say Allah Lord's prayer over the dead bodies. Everything goes to plan until the last one, where she springs to life and tries to drown the priests. He escapes, so she burns his Bible before snapping his neck in some truly fucking awful CGI. He burns in such a hellfire thing, it's bloody shocking, and this demon witch thing looks like shit. Up pops the titles. Cut to the Crusades, as an army of knights roam the desert. Read that as truly shocking CGI cut and paste jobs. Amongst them is Bemin, played by Nick Cage in a truly shocking wig. And Felsen, played by Ron Perlman. As the general pip talks his men, Felsen and Bemin make a bet. Whoever kills the most, um, quote, unholy men, drink that night for free. And cue ramming speed! And a terrible CGI mess of a fight with about 50 extras all swinging their songs, swords wildly and dropping like bloody well houseflies. It's like a fucking bad episode of bloody well Xena. Cut to a bar with Bayman and Felsen surrounded by women knocking back beer or indeed mead. Uh, cue more slaying and more 
bruising and a rinse and repeat. Finally, after two and a half minute montage of this slicing and dicing and bruising and snoozing, and truly piss poor fucking CGI must add, uh, does Bayman's bloodlust finally stop when he runs through an unarmed woman with his sword? Indeed, this image goes back to haunt him all through the Billy Will movie. He looks around at the fort that just smashed into to find nothing but the poor who are unarmed women and children, all slain by the bloodlusting holy knights. That questions his faith in the cause, as next morning he and Filson throw down their swords, refusing to fight in the quote, holy war. Standing up to the bloodlusting glory hound of a general, they both walk off, and a month later they are now disgraced, return to their homeland to find it all completely empty, and in some barn they find two dead bodies in bed with the Black Plague, long dead. Who are they? Who the fuck cares? With that, they burn down the house and steal horses to ride off to a town surrounded by crows with black plague victims piled up to be burned and plague doctors running a wild. They come across a knight, Eckhart, played by Ulrich Thompson, who tells them the plague has been there for three years, killing three in four people. And in real life, the Black Plague killed between 75 and 200 million people across Eurasia and Africa. Anyway, in the town, they buy two horses, and then they are chance to a fight by the city guards after they find out something to do with their swords. has got some sort of holy knight thing in their, I don't know, blacklisted or hell it is. Anyway, moving on. They fight the city guards and they are quickly killed, however, they are quickly surrounded by more guards and arrested to see the Lord of the Land. They are then saved by a monk called De Balzac, I'm sorry, really, De Balzac, played by Stephen Campbell Moore, who takes him to see a cardinal played by Sir Christopher Lee. What the fuck are you doing here, mate? It's the only reason why Nick Cage took this movie, it was to play alongside Christopher Lee, Jesus Christ, who is surrounded by plague doctors, as we see his face is half full of plague lesions. He tasks them, taking a girl, played by Claire Foy, to monks in a far-off land to be tried for witchcraft, as I think she started the Black Plague. They take Eckhart and the Balzac with them, along with a young priest, I think he is, Kai, played by Robert Sheehan. Bayman at first refuses, but a knight in his cells, and he thinks differently. Also here, he meets the girl, aka the Black Witch, aka Anna, in a cage, chained up, and indeed he pities her. Next morning, they take the task provided that all charges are dropped, and they get their weapons, and indeed their knight rights back. Not before taking Hagamar played by Stephen Graham. With them, he is in the stocks due to being a conman, a shyster, a swindler. But he knows a safer way to get to the monks, so off they go with the girl in chains in a cage. As they leave, the cardinal then dies. On the road, Eckhart asks de Balzac why the girl is in chains. Uh, why I think she's indeed a witch. He tells him, she came into town two months earlier, speaking in a foreign tongue, and days later the plague hit. Okay then, you thought today was xenophobic, wow, blamed for the black plague and called a witch because you don't speak the language? Okay then, 
a Bevan as Filson if he indeed thinks she is a witch, as they both are completely unsure. Filson notices Kai is following them, so he sets up a trap which he falls into, and seconds later he joins up, because he wants to be a knight during the whole crusades thing, Kaden. So he goes from, what is it, wannabe priest altar boy to a, a knight? Okay then. Anyway, a quick fight with Felsen later to prove he is indeed a man, and he, indeed he is in after outfoxing the older um, killer that night at a bonfire over boiled eggs. Why boiled eggs? The men bond as Bayman tells the others how he and Felsen sign up to fight in the Crusades, saying the church would give blessings and forgivings for all their earthly sins if they fought. So here they are. Later, Bayman gives the girl some food and a blanket, and she plants a seed of doubt in his head, claiming the Balzac hurt her, saying she is not a witch, she is innocent. She then tells him a story of her friend, who was weighed down with stones and then tossed into a river. However, when she didn't drown, she was burned at the stake for being a witch. Bayman tells her, She'll get a fair trial as long as he's around. Then returns to the camp where the Balzac wars him. She is a witch and don't listen to her lies. She is the, quote, sister of the devil after all. Eckhard takes first watch as the rest take, take a sleep. Later, the, Bal the Balzac relieves him until Eckhard warns if she isn't killed as a witch, the people will turn away from the church. They indeed need a scapegoat. Eckhart takes pity on a girl, so she attacks him, and indeed the Balzac by stabbing him in his hand with his own crucifix. So the Balzac is pinned to the cage, whereas Eckhart is, I think, knocked out, and she bites his face and knocks him out. So, hmm. This weakens the others, and they hunt her down. In an abandoned village, the men split up, only for her to be caught seconds later. That is a completely pointless bloody well scene. What the fuck was pointing up? I think padding. Hold on a second here. The girl uses magic on Eckhard, glamouring herself to look like his long dead daughter. He then runs into Kai's sword and dies. The fuck? Out of the shadows, she attacks Falsen, then claims the Balzac, quote, touched her, and she needs to run away from him. Wait, what? So, she uses her magic powers to kill a knight, beats up Felsen, and then pleads innocent, and then accuses the priest of rape. Who in the fuck wrote this? Anyway, next day, Eckhart is buried under a mound of stone. The Balzac warns Bayman not to tell the girl anything personal, as she'll use it to try to kill him and escape. She's not a young, pure, innocent woman, but she is indeed evil! So anyway, on the road, the girl again tries to get into Bayman's head, tempting him to, quote, wipe out all of his mistakes, i.e. the girl he killed uh, uh, two months earlier. Later, Hagamer leads them to what looks like the fucking rope bridge in Anna Jones. Slowly, they all cross one at a time as the rope untangles and snaps and the, the bridge is falling to pieces. However, Kai falls from the bridge, but is saved by the girl who single-handedly pulls him up and throws him onto the, the safer side of the bridge. Now across, Bayman uh, attends to the Balzac's hand wound by pouring booze on it and then changing his bandage. Later, in a thick fog, do they head into a wood where they have to set up camp to wait for the fog to clear. Much later, Bayman thanks the girl for saving Kai. 
So she shows off more of her magic by turning off his torch and turning it back on again. Way to go there, love. Proving you are not a fucking witch. That's supernatural strength you have, mentally abilities, pyro magic, and indeed glamour magic. So you're not a witch, Karen. That night, Bayman stops Hagermeyer for killing the girl. Seconds later, she calls supernatural wolves to her side and cue CGI wolves and terrible sword fighting. Kai and Hagermeyer are bitten, and that goes nowhere, by the way. After the fight, more howls are overheard, so they, they pack up all the stuff and run for it, as during the chase, Hagermeyer is taken out by a shape-shifting wolf, and indeed he is torn apart, as the rest of the pack just stand there as like six wolves ripping to pieces. That's not how that one worked, there's still another four people to go after, go after them too. Anywho, next day, lost in the woods, Bayman wants to kill the girl for witchcraft, but the Balzac stops him. The fuck? She's getting taken to monks to see if she's a witch, but she's proven time and time again she's actually got magical powers, and the monk wants to stop him from killing her. Kaden? Luckily for her, the monastery is now in sight, so the race there. Inside, they find it completely empty, so Kai sneaks in to open the gates, finding this lush castle abandoned, and all the monks are long dead of the Black Plague. The Balzac falls to his knees, asking God, why? He then prays for forgiveness. They find a all-but-dead monk, who points to the Bible, and the Balzac gives him his last rites. Now, with this Bible, they use it uh, prayers on the witch to find out she's actually a witch. He prays for a witch's soul, but she uses magic to turn the men against each other. The Bullseye then realises she's a demon, so exercises it, and where the fuck is the old priest? Shouldn't there be a young and old priest here, not just a young priest? I mean, for God's sake, you're going to have the exorcist do that. This exorcism is fucking shocking, by the way. So the demon witch then casts a whirlwind spell, then melts the bars of the cage before turning into a CGI demon witch. As crows swirl in the sky, turning the sky black. Falson is taken out as she turns into a flying bat-winged demon and then just flies off into the castle. So they hunt for holy supplies and then did hurt her down. Bayman tells Kai he's free to go, but Kai says no. So he's knighted by Bayman. The fuck can he do that? I thought only knights, sorry, I thought only kings and queens or popes could be knighting people, not another knight. Moving on. In the bowels of the castle, Bayman pulls out thin air. The demon witch wanted to come to the castle all along to get some book or something like that. I have no idea, it's a bit muddied here. So in a tower, they find dead monks tied to a table, translating pages of the Bible. Kai finds more monks dead, as outside small demons circle the castle. One flies into a dead monk, and now we have zombie monks. Suddenly, the Balzac realises the demon wants the Bible to spread more plague, and indeed stop mankind to raise hell. So the demon witch, now talking in a man's voice for reasons, comes out of the shadows to thank them for taking him or indeed her here. The Balzac starts his exorcist prayers. The demon sets alight all of the copies of the Bible as the Balzac prays the demon, sorry, the zombie monks attack. Cute, terrible CGI fights and indeed awful parkour as these things are leaping over the Bible place. Dozens of zombie monks attack, all killed by beheading them. During the fight, Falson is killed by getting stabbed in the back. 
next to Dai is the Balzac as the Demon Witch snaps his neck from behind. Demon Witch then tries to choke out Bayman, but with his last breath, Falson saves him, headbutting the Demon Witch before he's burned in hellfire. And I swear to God, I almost fell off the couch laughing at this as he headbutts this Demon Witch twice. It is fucking ridiculous. Kai continues to prayer because apparently he has the power. As Bayman nails the Demon Witch via its wings to a wall using two swords and a dagger. However, she stamps him multiple times with her claws as Kai finishes the prayer. She then bursts into holy flames as the spell is broken and is set free and they lie naked on the floor. Bayman then dies of his wounds. Kai and Anna leave the castle once burying all of the dead. Anna says thank you to Bayman's grave. Then they both ride off into the sunset, taking the last copy of the Bible with them. In voiceover, Anna claims it wasn't caused by rats, but the Black Plague was indeed caused by demonic powers, as credits roll. So, that was Season of the Witch. Poor CGI and piss poor sword fighting. A weird story that makes little to no fucking sense. The Black Plague was between 13, rather, 1347 and 1351, not ended in 1360. A poor script, meh, acting, and this is just fucking weird. It goes off the rails fast. I'm going to give this a very meh 4 out of 10. Still, come back next week as I look at little-known Christmas horrors, a.k.a. Festive Fear 3, I think it is. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's Pod. And email me with suggestions to here's reviews at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my other franchise podcasts of Aliens, Predator, Batman, Captain America, and more. Also my solo podcast of The Live, The Stuff, Elvira, and many, many more. A bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies so I don't have to. Now, don't drop a stitch. It's just a season of Zavitch.